Hello there and welcome to another exciting edition of your favorite all women talk show, Sister Sister, with me, Jessica, and of course my sisters who join us virtually a little later on. Um, but of course, today's show, you know, toes the same line. It's about relationships and all the stuff that happened in uh, those relationships. And of course, for those people out there who are going through things that sort of need opinions on, this is the platform to share them. Plus, our Facebook page is literally lit <laughs> yep lots of conversations going on there so search for us sister sister live on facebook like the page and join the interactions they're really exciting you can enter our dms drop some questions for us we'll be more than happy to hear from you when we return i say hello to the ladies and we get right into action but i mean i've got a couple of questions for you i mean would you choose love over family We'll talk about a lady who's torn between two men. And of course, finally, we'll talk about that husband who's not happy about being sex starved. All this and more coming up on the show today. And you're welcome back to Sister Sister on City TV and 97.3 City FM. There are several ways for you to reach out and interact with us on the show today. You can send a WhatsApp message to 054-998-6996. You can send an email to jessica at cityfmonline.com. Or like I said earlier, just like our Facebook page, search for Sister Sister Live. You would find this logo right there. Okay, it's turned upside down, but yeah. You, you catch my drift. You'll find that logo as our DP, like the page, and join in on the very exciting interactions. So tonight, as usual, I have my sisters joining me virtually. Of course, COVID is still here, and we're hoping that everyone is following um, all the protocols. I've got my hand sanitizer here with me, and uh, I wash my hands as regularly as I can under running water, using soap as well. And when I'm definitely out of the studios or in public, I make sure that I wear my mask. You should do same. Let's say hello to the sisters today. Um, I've got Rosina in the house tonight. Hello, Rosie. Hi, Jessica. What's going on, girlfriend? Everything okay? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. Nice. I can tell the way you're just shaking your body like that. Yeah, What's the occasion? What do you expect? <laughs> Leave. Leave. Yeah, yeah. I envy you, sister. Yeah. 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 How, how's everybody doing, though? How are the boys and the little everybody's girl? Fine. Everybody's fine. Nice. Everybody's doing okay. But I miss you. I know. I mean, we need to do the studio thing sometime soon, once COVID is gone, right? I know. Okay. I know. We'll I get know. to it. Let's say hello to Olivia as well. Hello, Libby. Hello. You look amazing. Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. I'm trying. Ooh, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, babe. How are you doing? Oh. I'm good. Um, yeah, like just trying to go through life normal, normally. My son decided to do a rendition of me pretending to be on Sister Sister. It was hilarious. I should send you guys the video. <laughs> you totally but, should. Yeah, that's what lockdown does to our kids. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Sounds like your, your house is going to be a fun place to be, huh? Yeah, yeah. I was looking at him and I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> How's the big boy? Oh, the big boy, he's good. He misses you. You know what I mean. 
Yeah, I, I totally understand and I hear you. Uh, well, it's good to see you again, Livy. You look very well. Let's say hello to Tina. Hello, darling. This is our Hi, baby. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. What about you? I'm fine. I'm still celebrating you. You know, it's your birthday. <laughs> birthday month. But, uh, yeah, that was yeah, April. Spilling, spilling into me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you very much. Except on my birthday, I didn't see you, so my day was incomplete. Don't worry. I'll make it up to you. I hear very you. Good. No problem. No problem. Good to see you as well. I hope you're taking care of <clears throat> the Mr. Well, else the we sisters are, are going to come after you. I'm giving you my 100%. So good. Good. That is what we employed you for. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, we'll go straight into action. Enough of the gimmicks. We'll go straight into our first story. So this one says, I've been in a relationship with my partner for the past two years. We have intentions of getting married in the near future. However, six months ago, I met another man, a new guy, at a social function. We had an instant connection and a great time together. Parting ways was so heartbreaking for me. He's not gone in and had to return to his country after the event. The new guy and I started talking a lot and we developed feelings for each other. I didn't plan to fall for this new guy. When my boyfriend asked me about him, I said he's only a friend and he's not really convinced. Fast forward, my boyfriend and I are about to get married and I'm having second thoughts. Is it possible to love two people at the same time? I don't know what to do now. I think I need or I love the new guy more than my current boyfriend. I'm no longer attracted to him. My boyfriend really loves me and I don't want to hurt him, however. He's been so good to me and especially with our families involved, I don't want to back out now. It would be too messy. Do I go ahead and marry my boyfriend or build a relationship with this new guy? What if things don't work out with the new guy as it will be a long distance relationship? I'm really confused. I just want to make the right decision <clears throat> so everyone remains happy. I don't want to hurt the new guy, nor my boyfriend. Please help, sisters. I am getting depressed. And that's the first message for tonight. I'll throw it straight to you, Tina, just because. <laughs> okay, all right, no problem. So basically, I think that um, we sometimes put ourselves into so many troubles without even um, thinking twice. So you have a stable relationship for two years. You meet someone um, just for six months. Oh, sorry, um, six months ago, you meet someone. And you think that you should leave a whole, you know, um, relationship of two years for something that has, has just sparked in what two minutes five minutes or two hours of conversation as a function this is what i think um love is a decision and it's always it's always um i will choose you in spite of so we know that um you are beautiful you are kind you are this that is not it we know your flaws i know your flaws in spite of your flaws, I still choose you. And that is love. And we have the infatuation where the, the, the spark comes there and then you know that you're, you're bonding with the person right there and then. It's fire. Like 
you you are able to talk to the person feel the feel the vibe you are, you are, you're just clicking you're connecting yes it's also it's also like a moment of connection and everything but it always becomes stable when you nurture it it's a seed when you when you nurture it when you pour water on it when you, you are always in constant communication you fan into flame some desire and then you can choose to love the person so it depends on you what you are doing or what you did is what you, the mistake you made was to keep in constant communication with this second guy and you fan into flame some some desires that were supposed were not supposed to be um, and i always say this how you treat your relationship or how you treat your dating time your girlfriend boyfriend time or your courtship time you you just translate that into your marriage so don't think that when you get married you will not meet anybody you connect with mm. you will meet people you actually connect with instantly but do you fan into flame or do you feed it do you feed that feeling so that you forget that the main cause or there's somebody that you are already in a relationship with and you 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 need to give all your attention to that relationship so this is what i think um you are asking if you can fall in love with two people whatever it is you you can it all depends on you you are the one who feeds who feeds relationships you understand you have friends you have you can click with a group of girls like we are sisters we all have different relationships but we 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 bond on different levels is it, it depends on how we find into flame the relationship that we have calling texting visiting outing those are the things that make the relationship very solid so this is what i think i think that you 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 have you have fun into flame this relationship but what do you want okay what do you want do you want to to continue um dating two people in your head or still distracting yourself with this second party i think you should just stay focused on your, your two-year relationship that you're getting into marriage um you you should you should um, stay focused please don't don't lose sight because once you get into marriage whoever you get into marriage with you are still going to meet people that you will connect with it doesn't mean you don't love the person you have committed to love is a commitment relationships are hard work and you need to stay committed to the course and it's not all lovey dovey but then if you stay true to the course you are able you know to enjoy that relationship and it's more solid than just a fleeting or a passing feeling or connection that you had with someone hmm. so yeah just this, this what i i seen a quick question though before i move on to the ladies does it matter that she says she's no longer attracted to this guy i mean if she she can emphatically say that wouldn't she be setting her future marriage up for failure well um she, I, I can say she would be because attraction is also key. You understand? I, attraction is very, very key. If if you are not attract, if you are no longer attract attracted to this person, then you should just take your time, just hold on a bit because, I mean, marriage is hard work already. So if you are not attracted to the person, you are going to be looking at the person and surviving with the person for for however long. Look at this lockdown. 
if you are not attracted to the person and you're in the same place, like, can you imagine how, you know, difficult that would be? So please, if you are not attracted to him, that is also a big deal. Um, it matters. Hmm. So hold on. Okay, hold let, on let, let me get uh, Rosina's opinion on this one. Sister, what do you think? Um, what I think is that, see, when it comes to relationships, sometimes it sucks. It sucks because when you're building a relationship, it's made up of the good, the bad, the ugly. You're exposed to some sides of the person that you don't really... Um, fancy or you're not exactly thrilled about because no human being is actually perfect and you can never find somebody who does everything just as you want it. So relationships are it's, it's, a, it's a mixed bag of everything and the moment you make up your mind that this is the person I want to settle with I don't know what it is but you always find somebody else that you're like oh shoot did I make this decision too fast? Did I jump in too quickly? This guy probably looks more ideal, or this girl probably looks finer, looks better, looks like a better companion. I don't know what it is about it. Now, to mortgage a two-year relationship that has gone through a process where you were satisfied and okay with wanting to spend the rest of your life with that person, with a probably two-hour or three-hour conversation. Now, the first two or three-hour conversation that you had I mean, the guy said the right things. The guy said things that got your butterflies going and stuff like that. But in all honesty, you can't compare that three-year experience to a two-year relationship. Now, to even add to the matter, after that three or two or three-hour experience, he's traveled. He doesn't live here. So you are basing your attraction based on probably some video call or phone calls or messages that are exchanged between each other you're not able to feel the mood you're not able to feel you know the presence you can't really look into his eyes i mean whilst he's talking to you, you don't even know who is beside him that you don't even know you know there are so many unknowns and anything that is forbidden is actually very nice what is yours doesn't come with that extra thrill and you may say you have fallen in love with the other guy, but I will not define that as love. I'll, I'll define that as you are attracted to the other guy. So when you think of the other guy, you are thinking butterflies. You are thinking how nice it would be to be in his arms. How nice, I mean, you, you are craving for a kiss from him. You are craving for so many things. And if you are someone who's already intimate, you are probably thinking how probably good you'll be in bed is it as good as his conversations so you're having all these things running through your head and that is what is blinding you or making you feel like this new relationship is actually more nicer than the previous one but the previous one has gone through the grind the previous one has gone through the mill and love is not sweet at all times love is like tina said it's the decision you make over time so this thing about not being attracted to your boyfriend anymore i actually beg to differ i don't think he's she's not attracted to him anymore she's just craving more the unknown and sometimes when you're in a relationship you should think about what if it was you so what if it was you you're about to get married and you both think that you love each other and 
he went out for a function, met another girl, said, boom, this girl is more interesting than my girlfriend. And for that reason, she's actually thinking of spending the rest of his life with that other girlfriend. How are you going to feel? So I think that she should, since she's the one sending this message, she should think long and hard. Why were you in love with your first boyfriend prior to meeting this guy? Two, why are you now in love with this guy? What are his properties? Put them on paper. And I'm sure it will end that, oh, he's a very nice person to be with. His, his conversations are so da-da-da-da-da-da. But you know, he has no obligations towards you. So if he spends two hours a day with you talking, chit-chatting to make you happy, there are no obligations. He doesn't decide hard and fast decisions with you because he's not in a relationship with you. So he can't bore you. But your husband, you are, sorry, your boyfriend, you are thinking about plans, getting married, your home, your future. All those are very boring topics, but needed to be discussed topics. And those things are not exactly exciting when you're addressing them head on. So again, think long and hard about what you call love and what emphasis you place on attraction. Because just like you attracted this new guy, a time is going to come. If you jump to the new guy, you might easily be attracted to something, quote unquote, better. Because that's what you think it is. For me, I think it's just infatuation. And I'm actually feeling very sorry for the other guy who is investing a lot of energy in a relationship only to have you looking at other things and getting excited about it. Hmm. So, but as for the marriage, if you're not attracted to the guy anymore, don't, don't, don't. It's better you don't do it so that you don't break his heart in the near future by chasing other people whilst you're married. But oh. think about it critically and put your energies where it has to be put. Develop passion, love, care, companionship, everything where it ought to be. And stop looking at some of these um, nightly wonder relationships. That's my thought. All right, Olivia, um, Rosina is talking about infatuation. Uh, do you feel the same way? And what are your thoughts? Yeah, completely it's infatuation. Because um, who is this guy she's talking to? You met him once at a party and you got attracted to him. And then, I mean, you guys spoke. And even the speaking that you're even saying that you spoke, I mean, the guy didn't, you didn't even tell the guy that you were in a serious relationship that's actually heading somewhere. Technically, he didn't know you were, you were actually going to get married. I mean, it's in that same vein that I would also, it would be interesting to also find out. I mean, this other guy who is out there, he probably has a wife, he probably has kids. What makes you think that he's told you everything that you need to know? Um, so yeah, I don't think that you're in the right frame of mind right now to get married, if you ask me. Um, I think that what you need to do is to take a chill pill, sit back, reflect and ask yourself exactly what you want. Um, I will not condone being in love with two people at the same time. I will not condone in being in two relationships at the same time. Because technically, if you ask me, you're engaging in a long-distance relationship with this other guy, even though you haven't defined it. Um, you're cheating emotionally with this other guy. Because now what you're doing is comparing this new guy, what he's doing, what he looks like, how he, you're probably imagining what he used to smell like, how he sounds like, and imagining all sorts of things as, as against, um, against what is real and what is tangible, which is your fiance, who is real, who has withstood the test of time with you. He's been there for you. He showed you that, he showed you that he's responsible enough to actually marry you. 
you know, he's, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, based on your petition, he hasn't even been unfaithful to you. He's thinking that, okay, you are the one, he's made a choice, and he wants to marry you. And for you to feel like this right now, for me, it's, 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 I, I don't think this guy that you're in a, in a steady relationship with deserves this. You need to sit back. You need to ask yourself what you want. Um, regarding you not being attracted anymore to your current fiance, I, I'm sorry, I won't buy that. You know, because the question is, assuming I advised you or my sisters and I advised you and we said to you, okay, why not? Right now, you're not attracted to your, your fiancé, by all means, um, be in a relationship with that other guy that you just met. And then how many years down the line or even a few months down the line, you're going out with him, it's official, and you, you get yourself into another party and then you meet somebody else. So are you going to say that you meet a new person, you get attracted to that person, what's going to happen to the previous relationship? Are you just going to allow yourself to just go loose uh, with your feelings and decide that you want to be attracted to every Tom, Dick and Harry that comes into your way? My dear, grow up. Huh? You need to grow up. You see, when you decide to say, I do, or I've chosen this particular person, it doesn't matter even if Angel Gabriel stood in front of you. The decision has been made. You stick to it. You live by it. You make it work. People who get married, people who've been married for 50 years, 60 years, and they're celebrating amazing wedding anniversaries, it didn't come cheap. It didn't come overnight. You know why they got that far? I mean, it wasn't a bed of roses. It got that far because they put 110% into their relationship to make it what it is. It's not just nice on the outside. It's mean, it, it means that a lot of sacrifices have had to go through to make the relationship what it is. We can't just get up every day and say, today I'm in love with you, tomorrow I'm not in love with you. I'm sorry. I don't think you're ready to get married. What I think is that you need to sit back and you need to decide, take, take time away. Take time away from this other guy. If you ask me, I'll tell you, stop all communications with this other guy. And tell your fiancé that um, something has come up. It might be difficult for him to understand, but you're going to take a very important step. And you would like to, you, you just want to know, maybe you just want to pray on it or something. Just I, What I'm saying is that you just need time away from both people to sit and ask yourself what exactly you want. But um, moving on, I don't think you need to, to treat your current fiancé the way that you're doing. The problem isn't both of them. The problem is you. And the problem is the decisions and choices you're making now. And by all means, make a decision and stick to it. Because like I always say, moving forward, I wouldn't advise you to get up and fall in love with everybody. Because, I mean, it's easy for all of us to fall in love. I mean, why not? But no, it's about discipline. It's about commitment. It's about love. When you love people, you are empathetic of them. You treat them like you want to be treated in return. So really, um, you need to you need to work on yourself. Work on yourself. Have a clear vision, and then you can move on. Until then, I don't think um, I, I don't think you should be getting married in time. Okay, so let me be a little controversial. <laughs> Now, I say this because um, I feel like I agree with Olivia when she says that um, wait, you know, wait a while, think through this properly before you make your next decision. I agree. 
I also think that only a fool doesn't change their minds. If you genuinely think that you've lost interest in this current guy for whatever reason, and I don't know what your two years relationship has been like. Maybe there were some things that you know, didn't quite add up or you, you weren't too comfortable with to begin with. And it's like this new guy who's popped up has given you a whole different perspective on life. I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that stay in that relationship when I know genuinely you'll be unhappy. I won't do that. To answer another question, do, can you be in love with two people? I actually believe that you can. I, however, believe that you, you can't love them on the same level. You will definitely love one more than the other, and you need to decide which one you're going to love. My two cents. But anyway, let me bring in some uh, people who sent in comments on this particular story. Uh, Nibote says, your first mistake was entertaining this new guy. What you feel for him is a mere fling and nothing more. Besides, you don't know him any better than you do your fiancé. Cut all ties with this new guy. Focus on building your relationship with your man. You are not confused. Posh says, you are depressing yourself. Where did the attraction you had for him go before go? Stop entertaining distractions. The new guy is sweet just because he wants to get you. Uh, you don't even know him. Cut communication with him and build your relationship with your man. And no, you can't love two people. That's greed. <laughs> A Ravana says, you be there and be falling. Why? It be there you go see say nyame yodo. What has your old guy done wrong? You are going to choose some random guy be that you met over a person you've built a good relationship with over years. Menya rough You're making me read tree. Forget about that lust, na it will end in tears. Gail says, if you're not sure, don't get married yet. Take a step back, view things from a neutral point of view. List down the standards you're looking for in a potential life partner and check which of your men tick most of your boxes. Then look at compatibility, communication, support, etc. and confirm which guy aligns with you on that. Forget about family. You're an adult and you can choose for yourself. Your peace of mind and mental health is very important, so make decisions that won't jeopardize it. Kofi says, you really don't deserve the one you claim to be your boyfriend. I pity him for wanting to marry you without knowing your true intentions or feelings for him. This whole confusion is all because the new guy is in a foreign country, so you feel he stands a better chance of footing your bills. Ouch. Efia says, but why would you want to throw away something you've built over years for a fling? You have butterflies in your stomach when you see the second guy, right? Hmm. Be there. Miracle says, as the saying goes, the devil you know is better than the angel you don't know. It's not like you've been having challenges in your current relationship. You're all loved and cared for by your boyfriend. You already know what's good for you. And finally, Romeo says, let me leave you with five proverbs. One, a bird in hand is worth two in a bush. Two, you can't have your cake and eat it. Three, all's well that ends well. Four, a stitch in time saves nine. And finally, all that glitters is not gold. We'll go for a quick break. When we return, more of your messages.
And you're welcome back from that commercial break there. Of course, it's Sister Sister on City TV and 97.3 City FM. We'll go right into our next message. And here it is. Hi, Jessica. I am 33 and my girlfriend is 35. We've been together for almost 11 years. She accidentally had a baby with a guy who didn't perform any marriage rights on her, so they are no more. My parents said the guy she had a baby with is my distant family relative, but my enquiries show that we are not from the family my parents claimed we were from. Her family members have agreed we can get married and are waiting for me to come and perform all the marriage rites. Sisters, she's now pregnant with our baby and my father is saying he would disown me if I go ahead to marry her. My mother also says she won't agree to the marriage, but I can take my baby after she delivers. My other siblings are divided over the issue. One side agrees and one side doesn't. What should I do? Because we love each other dearly. Let me come to you, Tina. What are your thoughts on this particular one? Just what were they doing in their relationship for 11 years? And then no more. <laughs> well, eh? I mean, if you do the calculation, if he's 33, 11 years ago, he was what? 22. 22. Very young. He was, uh, I mean, 21. Yeah. And then the 20, lady was yeah. 23. Yeah. yeah. And she accidentally got pregnant. Accidentally. Wow. Like she was just there and somebody just threw spams at her and then she got pregnant. Wow. Anyway, um it's it's a very it's a very difficult situation you find yourself in. Um because your parents have deliberately told you that you are from you are you are you are distantly related to, to um, the guy who impregnated him. I mean, they are finding ways and means to let you know that this marriage will not will, will not work. They don't agree to it. Um, we okay. Well, let me just talk about me. I have time and again, you know, um, admonished that anytime you are in a relationship that your family does not, um, you know, agree to, you need to sort of work your way around it very carefully and trying to get your family on your side because you actually need the blessing of your family to continue the marriage or to enter into marriage sometimes people defy all odds and say that i uh, we don't care we don't need the support of family and friends we'll get married on our own and if they are honest and true when the going gets tough it becomes very disastrous because they don't have anywhere to turn to. You know, um, family is everything. Um, and when we say that, we don't say it lightly because the backing of family can push you far in your marriage, um, and especially for both families. Um, with your case, the girl's family wants you to actually, you know, you have the girl's family's blessing, but you don't have your family's blessing. What I would advise you to do, your mom has already told you that she can collect the baby or she, she will advise you to, to collect the baby after it, it has been delivered because it's yours. But as for the marriage, she's not into it. What I would say is that um, because of the whole mess around you don't have my blessing, you have my blessing, those kind of things, take your time. Do, do not rush. Do not rush into uh, finalizing things in marriage. By all means, continue with your relationship and, and take care of the baby. 
as in the pregnant woman and then your unborn child. But in the course of all this, try to get somebody who can speak with your parents. So i.e. you can get another family member, like maybe an uncle or a respected person in your family who can speak with your parents. Or you speak to the lady's family to sort of, you know, approach your, 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 your parents so that they can have a conversation and, and, and because it's not, it's beyond you now. The two of you love yourselves and everything is fine. If you necessarily want your, fa your, your family's blessing, then it's beyond you now. So please look for um, some people that your parents will respect or would heed to or will listen to advice for and um you know have a meeting and you know try and warm your way through because sometimes it's only you know um, a conversation away that you can you can be able to you know get this thing done but definitely definitely if you want to the, the thing is it is in two parts you can decide to ignore everybody and go go your way and get married and take your baby but if you do that and something happens you, you don't have anywhere to turn to and it can be difficult the second leg of it too is that if you necessarily want your family's blessing then you have to warm your way work your way gradually you know to sort of convince your parents and you 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 need your father's blessing if that's what you want so please, um, don't rush into marriage. The whole situation is messy. Take care of the woman. Take care of your unborn child. Continue the relationship, but be working on both families to make sure that they, they sort of come to a consensus. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. Um, Rosina, how much, how much weight should people give on let's say, the blessings of their parents or, say, family members just in relation to this conversation? And then you can address the question as a whole. What do you think? Okay, so um, no one really gets the opportunity to choose their family. You just happen to be born into a family. And it's very difficult to see family that's on their own. No matter what happens, there's always somebody in the family who would say, look, Yes, you're an Amroba. Yes, you're a prostitute. Yes, you're this, but you're part of us. Awa, 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 too. So family is that place where if everything fails, you still have your family. So sometimes it's important that when you're taking lifelong decisions, it's important that um, you get family's consent. Because when you don't have family's consent, when things get sad, it gets very difficult to backtrack, to go back to family for that um comfort or to rehabilitate yourself so family is very important now that being said you see parents love their children such that they always want the best for their children it's not that they are not aware that there are issues in marriages they are aware but anytime that's why sometimes people say that when couples are having issues the last person you should run to at any instance is your parents because sometimes when you run to your parents and you tell your parents what your husband has done to you or what your wife has done to you or what your boyfriend or girlfriend has done to you, even when you get to forgive the person, your parents 
the kind of love they have for you, the kind of plans they have for you, the value they put on you, they cannot forgive the other party, even though you have forgiven the other party. Now, in this case, like Tina said, accidentally got pregnant, and she's been able to sell the accidental pregnancy to the man. And the parents are probably thinking, look, a woman that you are in a relationship with, who would bring a child by another man, which means that one, she slept with somebody, two, it was unprotected, will get up and say that that particular activity was accidental. I mean, what, what kind of value does this woman place on my son? Or does he take my son for a fool? Those are the questions that need to be addressed. You understand? Those are the questions that need to be addressed. So because of that, it becomes very difficult for a parent to watch the son go into a life commitment with such a person. So that is why it's important that the wife, sorry, the husband or the man takes his time to warm the parents in into accepting the other woman. And that's where I'll go outside with Tina. That look, you've already gotten the girl pregnant already. Like Tina said, your, your parents were trying to detract you. They told you that you guys are related, you guys are family, you guys, you know, you guys should not be, you know, whatever. So just to detract you, but you still found a way to justify whatever it is that you wanted to do, which is fine. But beyond that, now that she's gotten pregnant, at least your mother has told you that own up to your responsibility. And normally when you have a child with somebody, you have a perpetual link with the person. You can never say that child, I didn't have it with this person. So maybe this is the opportunity you can take to look after your baby, probably let your wife come more and more towards your house and let your parents experience your wife more so that whatever you see in your wife, your parents can also see in your wife and then give you their blessings. Because, come on, think about it. Maybe it's just because they haven't forgiven her yet. And it's just because they feel like she's been able to puppet you for you to believe in that whole mistakenly gotten pregnant idea. And they're not comfortable with that. So I would say that, look, family is important. Sometimes what our parents see sitting down, even on a Mount Hill cry, you can't even see, you can't even imagine it. So you don't know why they are saying these things. You don't know why they are detracting you. So give it a bit of attention. But in the same vein, whatever you see in this woman that you think that this woman is my lifelong companion, try and sell it to your parents gradually. And who knows? They may buy into it. But Question. this accidental pregnancy mm. here, actually. Would, would, <laughs> would your responses change if... Um, you realize that maybe perhaps it's maybe in the way the guy framed it and that all he was trying to say was that the lady is like, she already had a kid before um, she met him. So it's not like they were dating and she accidentally met someone else or, or had a baby with someone else. Would any of your, your comments change? Okay. Well, if the baby was before and it could be through any means, maybe she was young, she was dying, she probably was even raped. If that's the case, that's a little different. But then again, like I keep saying that, you know, for instance, when a woman has a child, you know how they refer to her as born one, born two? Society sees it or they target negative that you're a woman, you're not married, and you have children. People usually tend to stigmatize you for no reason, just because you have a child. 
so that can keep saying that look maybe it's not her fault maybe she had a child before they got together and you know whatever the circumstances were is understood but maybe the parents also want save you a fresh woman for their son who hasn't tainted himself for you know their son is very good hasn't been involved with any other woman she is the son's first and they are feeling bad that Ameme Bano is the woman's first and this woman has been with somebody else and even has a child with somebody else so i mean i think that it's just every man's dream to have a woman to themselves not a woman who has issues with somebody else so it's, it's i think it's all about the brain it's all about you know getting your parents there with you hmm. but defying your parents and going ahead with it is not the best way olivia do you share the same opinion as rosina yeah, I mean, you can't defy your parents in such a, such a situation as this. It's very dicey. I wish she hadn't slept with her, to be honest, because if he hadn't slept with her, it would have been a, a completely different story. I, I mean, and, and, and it, it takes my mind back to what the sister, sisters were saying about the fact that, okay, uh, I mean, he had a, he's got a child already, and automatically not that i'm judging but automatically you'd expect that because she had a child already she would be much more careful in this relationship um and it almost also looks as if okay um this is the only way we could actually get parents to agree for us to be together so maybe let's get pregnant because i'm thinking it could be wrong because it could have been that the I mean, both of them could have come together to say, because you already have a child, my parents may not agree, so maybe let's get pregnant. Because I'm also not quite buying the whole accidentally got pregnant uh, excuse they're giving. But at the end of the day, she's pregnant. And it is what it is. So the question is, how do they move on? So in moving on, I think, I mean, the sisters have said it, you can't go past your parents because you need the blessings of your parents your siblings as it stands they're very you know they're both in between they they can't say go they can't say don't go um so it's it's a very dicey situation you find yourself in um, my take will be find somebody that your parents listen to you know and and try and explain to them that okay it is what it is um this girl has gotten pregnant and your values just as you see them i mean your parents together with your siblings, you know, your parents are together. And uh, I mean, if your father doesn't have kids all over the place, I, I mean, you could cite their relationship or their marriage as an example to, to them and let them know that, okay, mom and dad, this is you, you're amazing parents, your children are together and you don't want the situation whereby you have kids and the kids will be scattered. Yes, the girl agreed, she's had a child already, but at the end of the day, um, your heart really belongs with her, and you don't want to live life without her. And you also don't want to have, you know, a child with this woman and then have another child with another woman and all of that, and that you'd like to keep your, your family a very close, secure unit. So um, get somebody who, that they, who, who they respect that would actually listen to you and listen to where you're coming from. The good thing is that at least the girl's parents are not opposing to your relationship. So at least that's that's a hurdle that you don't have to worry about. But uh, moving forward, you really need the support of your parents. You need the support of your siblings. Because, you know, like they say, you see, right now you're in love, you're happy. You know, you never know tomorrow. 
And um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't, moving forward, I really will not condone premarital sex. But if you start getting intimate with a lady, I'm sorry, my dear, you need to have an idea of her, of her, her period calendar. You know, and you need to know when she's safe, when she's not safe. You need to take, take charge as a man. I find most um, relationships out there, a lot of people get intimate. And I mean, <laughs> it's a rough world out there. You want to know that you are actually responsible for the pregnancy. You, there's no such thing as accident. You know, I mean, well, some people beg to differ. But if you are a responsible person and you know that, you know, you want to have sex, then have protected sex. If you don't want to, please, by all means, know what you're getting yourself into. But, I mean, if you go my way and abstain, please do abstain. It's always the best. It saves you a lot of wahala. But at least moving forward, that's something I think that you need to put into your portfolio. It helps you become uh, better aware of your situation and helps you also better um your intimate life with your partner like i mean i'll use myself as an example i mean if it hadn't been for my husband i probably would have had like 10 kids <laughs> but he's always on you know on the app for my period app so he knows okay my dear you're safe today you're not safe today Charlie, do you want to buy diapers again i'm like no and then we have other alternative um alternatives to use in terms of being intimate see what i mean so yeah, by all means, have the consent of your parents and be much more responsible when it comes to your, your sexual life. You'll all right <laughs> okay interesting re revelation there 10 kids you said but yeah anyway we, we will talk about that later but yeah I, I mean i totally agree with you guys i mean um i mean it's a long journey you know it's a long journey to not have the support of family family who are supposed to stick with you and buy you through thick and thin you know and so as much as possible you want to let them experience the woman for themselves you know this woman you want to make um, your wife themselves so they can also sort of appreciate that perhaps they're still seeing her as a stranger let her get closer to your family and who knows um, they may change their minds we wish you the best of luck with that one we'll go for a quick commercial break it's sister system on city tv and 97.3 city fm And you're welcome back to Sister Sister on City TV and 97.3 City FM. Your comments are always welcome to the show. Um, you can actually send, you know, if you have questions for us as well, send them ahead of time to Jessica at cityfmonline.com. And if you've sent questions, and we do have quite a number that we're not able to address every single week, but, you know, subsequent episodes will definitely touch on them. So please, um, you know, just have that patience for us. Or better yet, you can just, like I said, Follow us on Facebook, like our page, and, um, you know, some of the questions get answered on that platform as well. Sister Sister Live is what you want to be looking out for. Our WhatsApp number is still 054-998-6996. And um, another message here from Kwame in Accra. Pretty short. And Olivia, this one's going to come to you straight, so <laughs> pay attention. It says, my, my, my wife wants us to have six children. We already have two and we're expecting another one but considering the pain and everything about childbirth i think three will be okay she just won't take it but i feel for her please what do i do about this one 
Olivia, since you said you wanted 10 kids, let's have this conversation, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I didn't say I wanted 10 kids. So oh, I said that okay. I would have had 10 kids by now if right. my husband did not have like the period after he was very meticulous no into me. No problem. But... <laughs> so you guys had but, a question. Um, sorry? Oh, so you go ahead and answer the question. Okay, but um, moving on, I think that, I mean, what you're coming from is very, uh, is very legit and it's very sweet of you as a man that you're actually empathetic of your wife. You probably were there when she was delivering. So the whole process, you know, like you really feel for your, for your wife and it's really sweet of you. I, I mean, big ups to you and thank you for being empathetic of women, I appreciate that. But in terms of, you know, she wants ten, uh, six kids and you you don't want, I mean, you're happy with the three. Um, moving on, I feel like if genuinely, right, money is not a problem. I mean, putting your kids to good schools, um, making sure that they have all that they want and they're okay and you can guarantee the quality of life for them. And in terms of their education, their future, and everything is okay. And I mean, money is not a problem. I mean, then it's okay. Um, but I mean, when it comes to the pain, like Tali Samuel, like a lot of women, like that, is real. I, I was, I have two kids. Uh, my, my delivery was crazy back to back. Um, and by the time I realized, I just popped my babies out. So it was like in and out of there as opposed to everybody's pregnancy is different. Everybody's experience is different. So she probably, yes, is, is the pain is on. She's screaming. She's insulting you during the labor period. And then, bam, the baby comes out and she's like, whoa, I want two more. <laughs> and you're probably looking at her thinking like, Charlie, this woman, I, are you okay? <laughs> um, but I mean, I think she's happy to have them. So that's why I'm saying that. You don't mind, and it's not—it's something that's not going to take away too much from your finances, and you're in a, in a situation whereby you can afford. Um, and she's okay with it. Why not? You see, um, mm. she can deal with the pain. You have a problem with the pain, but she's the one who's birthing them out. So, I mean, if she's fine with it, I think it's cool. Unless, of course, it's going to drain you all financially, and there's a lot, and maybe okay. you want to be really there. You're the hands-on kind of dad. Like my husband, who is like, okay, like helping with the kids, helping with homework, helping with bathing them, helping with this, helping with that. That's different. And then maybe you think that the pressure might be a bit too much. Then you can negotiate. Go on the negotiation table and say, okay, my dear, I know you said you wanted six, but you tell it, let's do it four. And then hands down. And then by all means, have your wife's period out. Right. You see, it helps. So that when she's <laughs> ovulating and she's onto you, you can quickly strategize and then, you know, have everything going. Nice one. Very, very important. The app, right? Okay. Uh, let's hear from Tina. Jen. Yeah. I'm, I'm applauding the guy. He's done really well. Really, really well for empathizing like that with his, his wife. And um, what I would say after having a child of my own, is that I've gotten to know that the whole pregnancy period is not just about one person. In fact, they actually affect a whole lot of people around you. So it affects your job, it affects your your home, your husband, it affects your family, it affects like every practically everyone around you. And it's not just about you. 
even though you think it's about you it's just it's not just about you um so uh i think they should definitely have a conversation um around uh, around giving birth to six six kids and in terms of um he getting he feeling or empathizing with her sometimes when when the women are pregnant that the men have symptoms as well i i am not sure what that what that is called but sometimes there were times when i couldn't sleep and alfie wouldn't sleep i'm hungry he's hungry i am getting cramps he's getting it like he he experienced almost everything, everything yeah. i experienced and that thing is very very traumatizing for a man who is not even carrying the baby so he's actually feeling it you know and he's thinking ah so am i going to go through this six times in fact <laughs> i've gone through we are halfway through and yeah. you know so i mean it's everything is about compromise and and i, I think if they have like a, a conversation at a time where you know she's all relaxed and maybe they are going through like calm waters and stuff like that you can bring it up and say that you know what instead of six can we have this because of a b c d okay and um tina and let, let, let me yes. just let me just cut you for a second i mean i i think you've made your point there on you know the fact that they need to have that conversation but unfortunately you're running out of time so so let me bring um rosina in you know for maybe 30 seconds let me hear your thoughts on this particular one what do you think Okay, I think that um, I wanted to have five. My husband wanted to have two. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> now I, I wish I didn't stack up one. <laughs> anyway, so quick one. So the thing is, um, when it comes to childbirth, my advice to couples is that some people want big families because that's what they are used to, or some people want big families because they were the only child. So they want the experience of having a lot of children. That's aside. Number two, if you have children, make sure you can take them you, you can take care of them as yourself, as an individual. Assuming you had your partner wasn't available, I'm looking at in terms of divorce, in terms of losing the other partner, make sure you have enough kids that you alone can comfortably support. And know that the population in the world is growing so much. When you populate, everybody populates six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Hmm. The resources will not be enough for all of us. Hmm. So a word to a wise is enough thank you very much rosina for that one there and i mean I, I have to agree having kids these days is more of an economic decision than anything else you know because and i love what rosina said if you can't take care of them by yourself you should probably reconsider the number of kids you want to have because you never know knock on wood that your partner may pass and you'll be stuck with all the children okay so that's something for you to consider thank you so much ladies for making time to be here i mean of course i mean you're in your homes but we really appreciate the time and of course for those of you who've been watching interacting with us on social media etc we love you too thank you so much for your contributions we'll be back same time next week with another exciting edition of your favorite all women talk show sister sister my name is jessica i did this with tina rosina and olivia until next week Cheers.